0: In this episode beats the shit out of me. I don't Shelley. know. <laughs> I tried making notes, and I'm like, I don't know. What are we? Wait, what I, are I, we doing? How do we done do this? this? <laughs> <laughs> Should we just wing it? Uh, that'll be a change. Hmm. Not a change. How about the first wing it of 2021?
1: <laughs> okay, that's fair. Do it. Oh, you know, but we do have a Fanny fact check coming up. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. First Fanny of 2021. You never forget your first Fanny. <laughs> no,
0: of no. 2021. <laughs> and i
1: think we're gonna do some reflecting and maybe some announcements we got some stuff do we i don't know we'll see be right back (laughs) hey everybody welcome to latter day lesbian the podcast about an ex-mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life Happy New Year! It's 2021. My name is
0: Maria. Are you already drinking? Or are you still <laughs> a little tipsy from last night? You know, I'm Shelly, by the way.
1: Yeah, today actually we are recording on New Year's Day. We are. The it's very not coming first out of the for a year. while. This episode comes out a week from tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna pretend though. We're gonna pretend. <laughs> We're gonna fast forward in time. <laughs>
0: Let's reverse because like it's actually oh, January that's rewind 1st. rewind
1: sound. Yeah. Oh,
0: Mary, sweetie.
1: what's <laughs> a fast forward sound. Is there one? I don't know. I'm going to let the listeners contemplate that <laughs> while we continue. <laughs>
0: let us know what the fast forward sound is, would you?
1: Hey, Shelly, I don't know if you noticed, but we changed our logo. Did you notice? Did you notice our Only logos because you knew? showed me
0: like 70 <laughs> times while you were working on it? I kind of <laughs> like the new logo. Well, let's see what the what the listeners think. So,
1: a couple things are going through my head when I started to conceive of this logo. Mm-hmm. I was thinking if we could make the Mormon temple seem sort of dark and ominous behind us. Mm-hmm. And then look as if we're being struck by lightning because we're such blasphemers, apostate-type people. I like it. And then it sort of lent itself with Mary and Shelley. Mary Shelley. Yep. Now we have the temple looking like Frankenstein's castle Mm -hmm. and lightning because we're about to give birth to a monster. Jesus. Sounds real dark when I put it that way. Oh, I'm a
0: little scared. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Maybe not the giving birth to a monster thing. (laughs) Listen, I did that seven times, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Fair. (laughs) That's hilarious. Anyway, I don't
1: know. I was just kind of playing around with the new designs. I want to give a shout out to a listener who helped me with the design. Her name is Erin Provenzano. Provenzano. Am I saying that correctly? I don't know. Erin Provenzano. Propolone? Erin Provolone. Better. Thank you so much. (laughs) Erin,
0: if you're offended by that, sorry.
1: Then what? I don't know. Just
0: mm -mm, my bad.
1: Anyway, if you would like to find out what Erin's all about, you can check her out at behance.net slash Erin Pro. That's (laughs) Beyonce.net. That's not Beyonce. (laughs)
0: That's funny. (laughs) Okay, what is it for real?
1: Behance.net slash Aaron Pro. And I will put that in the show description this week. Ah. So if anyone would like to check out her mad graphic design skills, that's where you go to check those out. But Aaron, thank you so much for the new look. Super cool. I appreciate your help on that. I have lots of ideas, but I'm not actually a designer, as it turns out. Well, you do a good job. It just takes you fucking forever. Oh, thanks, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> There's a compliment in there someplace, ah, listeners. I'm i said sure. you. Do,
0: I said you do a good job.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess if you have lots of time to kill, I'm your person. <laughs> you should charge by the hour.
0: <laughs> oh, <No>, good idea. <laughs> I'll make a killing. That'll be $23 million. <laughs> Worked on it all week. Uh huh. I like it. Mm-hmm.
1: Unfortunately, I'm charging by the project. I'm so stupid. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, I'm not actually charging charging any money for design skills I just That's because you do them, do them for us. I do. Not so sure I'm qualified to do that, but I do it anyway. We're kind of DIY around here. That's true. Yeah. You know, this reminds me. I want to talk about something which is piggybacking on last week. Mm-hmm. If everyone recalls, last week was largely about personal inventory and hair. Which is kind of funny because right now I'm cutting my own hair, which I don't think is a great idea. It is so special.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cutting it and actually dyeing it myself. By the way, shout out to Kirsten for giving her tips that she did not follow. I tried. Yeah. I really, really tried. It was a good attempt.
1: Yeah. It's not easy to cut one's own hair, as it turns (laughs) out. So soon I will remedy this by going to a real hairstylist. Mm -hmm. And I have one. That I like very much. I just haven't felt like going out and being in front of people mm-hmm. lately. Your hair yep. shows it. Oh, thank
0: you. I'm just kidding. You guys, everyone, it's not that bad. It's, it's not. actually not bad. I just it's like to make fun bad. of Mary. Oh, you like to make fun of me? That's so <laughs> loving. Okay. Oh God. Yeah. Me and Maria <laughs> like to make fun of Mary.
1: Yeah, Maria from Channels. Yes. Yeah. She's awesome. I think she likes to make fun of you a little bit I know.
0: I'm usually the target, which Mm -hmm. I don't mind. It's hilarious. She's funny about
1: hair, too, speaking (laughs) of hair. It's true. She has this thing when you touch your hair. I don't know. Does she like it or no? No. She doesn't like it for some reason. When you touch your own hair. Yeah. Well I've never when you her hair. do speci- no, it's virtual. It's she lives in Denmark anyway. She lives in
0: Denmark. <laughs> it's a long reach. That <laughs> is a long reach. Um, you've been kind of growing your hair out. Yeah, but I think I'm ready to shave the sides and the back again. I had that cut, I don't know, four or five years ago and I loved it. Remember what your dad said about that haircut? Oh, God. Yeah, because I had it up one day <laughs> so you could see all the shaving, <laughs> and then I had it down the next day and he said something like, Oh, it's good that you can put your hair down and look ladylike. <laughs> <laughs> Ass wipe. <laughs> you know, though, the reason that I grew my hair back out is because I was coming to terms with my sexuality and I was scared to look too lesbian. Oh, at that up? time. Yeah, yeah, at that time. Now I'm like, fuck it, shave it. Shave that shit.
1: So this idea of taking a personal inventory of your life, and you could apply it to years or decades. You know, indigo girls have a great line in a song. Every five years or so, I look back on my life and I have a good laugh.
0: Mm, yeah. What is that from? Watershed? I, I don't, don't know. know. You're, you're the career lesbian. You would know <laughs> more than I would. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No, that's kind of interesting to look back and see what you've learned. It's been a year for you, just like it has for me. Yeah, 2020. Well, we started that UC Places podcast. Yeah, that's UC Places fun. That's Travel fun. Podcast. Yep. I do enjoy that. Yeah, same. Because we get to sort of virtually explore various places. I mean, mm-hmm. we can explore places in person, but then when we talk about them on the podcast, people virtually explore them through us. Yes. They live vicariously through us and hopefully are entertained on that podcast. That's really I fun. I hope so.
0: I really like podcasting. Can you tell? Does Weird. it show? Weird. No, <laughs> I'm glad you can uh, eke your way through this podcasting <laughs> Yeah, thing. I just kind of slog my way through <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: So that was new. I think I've learned some new skills production skills. Mm-hmm. Okay. TikTok, for instance. Yes. Trying you're becoming to a TikTok boss. figure out TikTok. Mm-hmm. Kimberly Anderson has helped a lot with that. Thank you, Kimberly. Mm-hmm.
0: You've had quite the year. Oh, God. You know, my, my year, the last quarter of 2020 was so full of shit that I literally can't remember the first three quarters from what I did. I really can't. I'm sitting here, we were thinking about this and talking about it before we started recording. And it's like, well, let's let's look back on 2020. How have we grown? What have we, we experienced? And my mind, of course, instantly went to my parents and getting them moved into a senior facility and things like that. That happened in October. I can't remember what happened from January to end of September. Oh, I, wow. I, I just don't, maybe nothing happened.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Well, some stuff happened, but like maybe it wasn't monumental. Can you remember anything? Well, okay, we moved into this house that we're in. Oh, that's true. In May.
0: Mm-hmm. Love the house.
1: Yep. Remember we had that whole kiddie pool thing that we did. True. Until mm-hmm. it got a hole punctured in it. Yeah. And then that was the end of that. <laughs> that was the end of that.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we did a garden and stuff. No, that's yeah, right. we yeah, had a yeah. garden. We okay. ate some
1: fresh veggies out of our garden. That uh-huh. was kind of cool. uh-huh. We went on a cruise at the
0: beginning of the year. I oh, was talked about a lot of this. That stuff. That seems like ages ago. Mm-hmm. Ages ago, and we actually were supposed to go on a cruise again with this fun ex Mormon group. Yeah, um, in February, but it's been canceled. Thank you, COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I guess we did do some shit last year. We did some shit. You want to talk about your parents' visit? Yeah, I mean we've talked about it before, but if I if I look at 2020, October, November, December consumed my year. Yeah. basically. And that was the realization that my parents needed to get moved out of their home and into a, a senior living facility. Mm-hmm. The realization that my parents are not my parents that I knew anymore. That's got to be really hard. Yes, absolutely. And there've been some very sad moments, but it's almost like I'm so sucked into the the busyness of it and the, the drama of it and everything that goes around that, that I haven't really had a chance to sit and be sad about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. There have been sad moments, but they're quickly replaced with, okay, we got to make sure he's on this medication. Um, My mom has this telehealth call. It's this Mm -hmm. constant thing, and it's been exhausting, and I haven't realized how great of a toll it took on me until, well, you know, that three weeks that I was out there, for sure, it was exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, But we did get to meet a bunch of people, which was freaking Amazing. And by people, I mean social distance LDL listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this last trip that I went on was to basically drive my parents from Utah up to Idaho for their first grandchild's wedding. So, of course, there was the back and forth in my head. Well, do I travel? COVID is starting to spike again. My parents are old. You know, I can totally protect myself as much as possible, But there's always a risk. I'm going to Idaho. No one wears masks in this county. And that was proved at the wedding. (laughs) With no one wearing masks. Except for
1: you and your parents.
0: Yes, yes. So at the end of the day, I had to make the decision for myself. And a lot of people are like, yeah, I would have done it too. And a lot of people are like, why are you traveling? But I think people need to make their own decisions. And it's never a black and white situation, you know? Right? If it was like one of my friends from high school having a wedding and I was invited, nah, wouldn't go. But this was like my parents, whose first grandchild's getting married, and they might not be around for any more weddings. Mm -hmm. They really might not. And the fact that it was in Idaho, so close enough to drive, I know that my mom really, really wanted to go. Like, this was what she was looking forward to because she's my mom, and her kids and grandkids mean everything to her. And she definitely needed to take a break from the retirement community because of COVID. They haven't been able to have all the activities that they normally would. So right. she and my dad have basically been sitting in their apartment bitching at each other. Um, oh, they do that really well. they, they <laughs> If you could make money at bitching at your spouse, billionaires. That man in there. <laughs> yeah, they're not friends no. anymore. <laughs> right now she's pissed because my dad, apparently, according to her, my dad lost their thermometer and so that means that she probably has COVID. Oh, huh, huh. Yeah, she's a very logical person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what she said. And didn't yeah. she have a rash on her leg? Yeah, tiny which rash on her leg. Which also meant that yeah. she had COVID.
0: But the biggest thing was because the thermometer was lost,
1: mm, okay. which is
0: it totally makes sense to me. Sure. Yeah.
1: What's that line from Princess Bride?
0: Truly, <laughs> you, have a you have a dizzying intellect. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. So anyway, I made the decision to go out there. and That was tough for us. It was. I know that you didn't necessarily want me to go. Uh, Not only did I not necessarily
1: want you to go, I definitely did not want you to go. (laughs) Right.
0: But you weren't like ultimatum. No. You're not really an ultimatum-y person. As much as you didn't want me to go, you also understood that it was my choice. When it comes to family, there's complications. It's not just yes or no for me. There's so much in there. Here's what I've learned about life. Hmm. Just
1: because I have an opinion about it, about something, doesn't mean... It's right yeah, for every situation. There's no right or wrong necessarily mm-hmm. here. There's what I would do, yeah, and there's what you chose to do. right. That doesn't mean one is right, one is wrong. Mm-hmm. I would not have made the same decision that you did. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that that decision is is better or more right than your
0: decision. Sure. I you think know? your decision is right for you, mm-hmm. and my decision would be right for me.
1: Now, what we did decide to do— Upon your return, I picked you up. We both wore masks. You sat in the back seat of the car on the opposite side.
0: Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm.
1: wore masks until you got your COVID test results back. Not only that, we wore masks in bed, and I stacked pillows between us. Yeah, we did, and we <laughs> faced the opposite way,
0: which means uh, yeah. our butts
1: got to touch, and that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking we can't spread it through our
0: asses. I don't Please know. say no. <laughs> weird. Don't get any ideas. Um, Yeah. So as careful as I could be, Mm -hmm. you know, pick my parents up. It wasn't until the last minute that I finally got my dad to go. Not that I was dragging him. I was like, you can stay here. I don't care. He was so panicked about it. He was because his anxiety is through the roof. Yeah. And his anxiety about going, he couldn't give a good reason for it. You know, it was just his anxiety, not wanting him to do anything but sit in his apartment and shrivel away.
1: Didn't he say something about not wanting people to kind of see him in that state,
0: though? Sure. Yeah. But I could explain to him, like, Dad, this is just how it is. This is old people. This is no one's going to look at you and be disappointed. No one's going to think, oh, what happened to them?
1: Imagine how hard it would be to feel like you're in charge. You're in control your entire life. Mm -hmm. You've been in the military. You've risen up the ranks in the military. You've risen up the ranks in the Mormon church and the priesthood and to have all that power, all that control and be in charge. And then your brain fails you. Yeah. That's got to be so hard.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, we had a conversation about that, too. And it was kind of like, you know, Dad, this is your life now. And if you don't want this life and you want to not take your meds and not eat and stuff and die— No one's going to be mad at you about that. Like, I would understand if you didn't want to carry on this life. But if you do want to stay in this life, you're going to need to recognize that this is now your life. You're not going to get your memory back. Yeah. And find the moments daily that are happy, you
1: know? And sort of what precipitated that conversation was that he was
0: not eating. Right. And he was so upset that he couldn't remember things, and he was mad because, you know, he didn't know how to pay bills anymore and all this stuff, and he would stress out, even though me and two of my brothers have really taken over all of their finances, all of their planning, all of their everything. He has nothing to worry about. Everything is getting taken care of, but he hates that he can't take care of it anymore. Right? Yeah. It's a rough lesson, you know, and— until he realizes that it's okay, he's just going to keep being anxious. And we've definitely made some strides. Um, I started giving him CBD gummies and he doesn't know that, but we (laughs) we call them his uh, senior herbal vitamins and I make him take them. So on the drive, my mom sitting in the back seat, she's just so excited to be out of the old folks home and so excited to be going up to a wedding that she's like singing and cheering and yelling. She's so pumped. And my dad is just grouchy as fuck. The pictures he posted of the difference between the two of them, (laughs) night and day. (laughs) Night and day. So when we were up there for the wedding, I had loaded up my dad with so many gummies that his anxiety (laughs) was very low. And his sugar had spiked. (laughs) Right, because he had had 10 million calories of gummies. But he actually was acting normal, having conversations with people, not shaking. When he gets really anxious, he starts to shake. Yeah. Yeah conversations, walking without stumbling, smiling, cracking jokes. It was amazing. It was an amazing thing to be part of. My mom had such a good time. She really did. We stayed in a nice hotel. This, by the way, is hilarious because it was a Hampton by Hilton. So when my dad saw the name Hilton, he got angry because we don't need all this. He was thinking Motel 6 because that's more his uh, speed. Which is so silly. He Mm -hmm. can afford... A Hampton. Oh, yeah. And I got a phenomenal deal, by the way. It wasn't, like, expensive. It was, I think it was 96 bucks a night or something, which is not a lot (laughs) for a nice hotel. It's really not. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, that's like Motel Eight prices. Sometimes, <laughs> Motel Eight, right? <laughs> We're moving up the numbers. Six and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Motel six and a half. I think the only thing that made my dad feel slightly better about it is that it came with uh, free breakfast. So oh, there you, you know go. the money savings on the free breakfast for sure. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> he is cheap. That guy. <laughs> he is <God>. the absolute <laughs> cheapest person uh-huh. on the planet. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Pretty much. So we went to the wedding, and then we went to the reception, mm-hmm. and at the reception zero people were wearing masks except for the three of us, which yeah. was mind-boggling. Um, but then my brother's like, ah, this is Ida, Ada, whatever county, and we don't have to follow the— I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, I hope mom and dad don't get sick and die. Yeah, Why don't people care about it? It's yeah, beyond me. I don't know. It's so weird. Isn't it a government hoax? <laughs> you know, I don't think that's what it is. You don't think they think that? No, I think they think without looking— th- And listen, if you're an anti-masker, yes, I am— concerned. Um, but I'm not ripping on anyone specifically. I'm just saying it seems to me from talking to people, this I will not wear a mask has nothing to do with them thinking COVID isn't real. It's more like, don't tell me what to do. You're taking my freedom. Yeah, we've talked about this. Like back in the
1: 70s when it wasn't a requirement to wear seatbelts, yeah. you know, and then it was a law. Yeah,
0: People went through the same thing. Well, it was not a law in this county <laughs> because nobody was wearing them. I had to laugh because the last few weddings I've gone to are not at all Mormon weddings, so they have like a huge open bar. It's really amazing. And then at this wedding, which the wedding was beautiful. It really was. The reception was beautiful. Um, but it being Mormony, the open bar was milk, like a gallon of milk. <laughs> I know it was just a gallon of milk sitting there you, <laughs> t- you took a picture of it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I need to post that. Um, you would think they would at least put it in like a, a lovely picture. Like a, or carafe. Something. a carafe. A of milk, milk carafe. <laughs> I, or put it in like with I don't, stemless wine glasses? Yes, or like a growler <laughs> or something, you know, that to make yeah. it cool. But they had milk and cookies. Cookies was the dessert. Uh-huh. The cookies were badass, by the way. They were really good. Uh, but my parents even got out on the dance floor and danced. That's how normal my dad was being because mm-hmm. he was literally on a shit ton of gummies. Gummies
1: clearly help. Yes, but oh, he, absolutely. he refuses... Well, today, he refused to
0: take them for some reason. He said they didn't help him. Right. He said they don't work, which is another problem with medications and people with dementia, which, by the way, my mom forgets that she has dementia. She keeps calling it dysentery. (laughs) So it really freaks people out. It's a little different. It's a little different. And in the elevator at their um, senior living facility, she loves to tell other people, I have dysentery. (laughs) I'm sure she's freaked out the entire <laughs> building at this point. It's like, nope, nope, mom, no, 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 dementia. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, I always forget the name. She's just yes, gonna go do. through the entire list of D diseases. What else is there? Diarrhea, sure, kind of like dysentery. <laughs> um, Similar it's, idea. Yeah, diphtheria. Diphtheria. Good What's that? one. <laughs> diabetes. Although she oh. does have diabetes, so okay. that would be that would be accurate. I guess that's all the D ailments. <laughs> I <guess> that is. <laughs> that's well, it. I'm sure there are a few more. But... Let us know if you have a different D ailment. <laughs> or don't. Dermatitis. Oh, yeah. Dermatitis. Came up with one. That's a good one. I need to come up with one more so I win. (laughs) Uh, I don't
1: think it's possible.
0: uh, (laughs) I got nothing. Something will come to me later in the episode. Okay. Anyway, so we drove back home and everyone was great until we got about 30 minutes from home and my dad started losing his shit. Just the anxiety again. And that just, it killed me. It wore me down. I couldn't deal anymore because I had spent the entire weekend on entertainment mode. Like I had to be happy. I was seeing people. I was keeping my parents, keeping their spirits up. Every time my dad got a little grouchy about, you know, the cost of the hotel or we don't need this big of a bathroom or whatever it was, I had to come back with, oh, but dad, blah, 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 you know, everything I could to lift his mood. Like I was the mood lifter for the entire weekend, including what should have been a five and a half hour drive, which was like a seven and a half hour drive to Idaho because we hit a blizzard. My dad was freaking out during the blizzard. And then the six hour roughly drive back. Like I had to be Well, didn't he complain about your driving? or? Well, women can't drive, of course. Did he say that? No, he didn't. But I know that he thinks women can't drive. Like he's my dad. Yeah. So you're pretty sure that's how he feels about it. Did he indicate that? On this trip? Specifically about women? No. But my mom never really drove growing up if we were going on a, an outing. Uh, look, it's my dad. I know. I know. Because he he's com- always surprised that I can do anything at all.
1: Well, I know that. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So he expressed a lot of displeasure about a bunch of stuff. Yes. Tell me how that felt.
0: Well, when I was getting exhausted, it just felt like he was being unappreciative. Mm-hmm. And logically, I know that's not true. He just can't control himself really because of the anxiety and because he has never controlled his mouth. (laughs) Right. And it it did get exhausting because instead of saying, oh, wow, thank you for finding such a great deal in a nice hotel. Wow, this bed is cozy. Thank you for giving getting a place that has a little kitchen area so we can save money by putting sandwiches in the fridge instead of going. Like, there was no appreciation, really. It was just, oh, we don't need this. Oh, this is, you know.
1: You're probably downplaying
0: it a little bit. It's probably more like, ah! We don't need this. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, but he's old, you know. I I try not to take it personally because he's old, but yeah, it would sting. And then of course, my mom is like, I love the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) What was the pear incident? Oh, God, that was back at their place. I had made them lunch, and I'd cut up a pear. There was a pear in their fridge, and my mom ate her half and was like, oh, this is so good. Is there more? And I said, no, but I can go get you some more. My dad said, you don't need to bring a bunch of pears in this house. like grouchy. And I, I kind of, I kind of lost it on him. It pissed me off so badly. And I said, dad, do you know what you just said? So your wife, who you claim to love, and you also said that you take really good care of, she just said, I would like another pair. And you basically said, I don't care that you want another pair. You're not getting another pair. That's what just happened right now, dad. And then he kind of backtracked was like, well, I don't, you know, want you bringing a dozen in here. I'm like, dad, I wouldn't bring a dozen in here. You know that. So I feel like he has some sort of comprehension of when he's being a dick, if you sort of call him out on it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it's just frustrating because I spent the entire time either putting out fires between the two of them Mm -hmm. because they'll fight about the dumbest shit. Like the dumbest shit. Let me ask you
1: something. Hmm. Why do you feel like you have had to play
0: mediator with them? Oh, God. I think because when they fight, in my mind, there's such a simple solution. A, shut the fuck up is the first solution. But B, okay, here's an example. They went down to eat lunch. My mom wanted a bread bowl. And my dad said she he was going to get a bread bowl too. But then when it came down to it, he just ended up getting a little cup of soup and she got the whole bread bowl. That pissed her off. Secondly, she got pissed because as they're eating, my dad says, Dixie, are you really going to eat all that? Okay, we don't say that, <laughs> Terry. Those old bitty ladies are going to kick your ass. So that was the big fight. Mm-hmm. They came back upstairs. They're fighting. My mom is like, I, I need to leave, and so she walks out and goes walking down the hall. My dad goes to follow her, and I'm like, Dad, Dad, hey, come here, Dad, come here, come here. I need to find your mother. I'm like, No, Dad, it's an emergency. Come here. He came back to the room, and I said, Dad, you have to let Mom go get some air. Like, stop smothering her. I'm not smothering her. She needs me to look out for. Her. I'm like, Dad, there's not you know a roving band of marauders at the senior center <laughs> on floor four. And I they, wish there was. That would be great. No, there's <laughs> there's like a bunch of ladies in their wheelchairs that gather and gossip. Maybe
1: that's a mariachi band that plays in the place.
0: Could be. Could be. <laughs> they Very go well. from floor to floor. Yeah. Serenading. The old couples <laughs> For sure. <laughs> That's um needed. So I had to explain to my dad, don't follow her. I just want to make sure she's okay. She's fine. She's not going to be okay if you go run her down or yeah. walk her, her down. Like <laughs> <laughs> there won't be much running. No, no, no need to break <laughs> hips. She finally came back. And so anyways, I'm looking at this. I'm like, you dipshits. I can see clearly what needs to happen. And I think that's where I I jump in the middle because I can't stand seeing them bicker over dumb shit. So I sat them down and I'm like, hey, dad, listen, sometimes mom needs a break. You guys are stuck in this apartment. You are kind of smothering. No, I'm not. And my mom, yes, you are, Terry. So, okay, dad, clearly she thinks that you're a little bit smothering. We need to trust how she feels on this. So if she says, Terry, I need to take a break. I'm going to go for a walk. And I said, Mom, will you please, before you like storm off out the door, say, Terry, I'm gonna go for a walk. I'd like to be alone. Dad, if she says that, you need to say, okay, and respect it. Period. End of story. Don't chase her down. Mom, sometimes your singing in the apartment annoys Dad. (laughs) Because when you have a lot of anxiety, sometimes you need to be really, really quiet. So if Dad were to say, hey, Dixie, could we please have a good 30 minutes of no talking? Then you need to say, Sure, Terry, I can give that to you. That way you're both asking for what you need and giving what the other one needs. Is that so hard? So for me, that seems easy. Clearly it didn't stick because the next day they were fighting about more dumb shit and my dad was not wanting her to go down the hall by herself. So So it doesn't seem to help as we No, you're saying. it doesn't help. But in the moment I'm like, gosh, you guys, cut it out. You're my parents and you're acting like toddlers and you're you're really being mean to each other, you know? And it's hard, it's hard to watch. It is. And maybe it's because I know that mentally I'm way more capable than they are at this point. I feel like I should help. Just like when, when Smashy and Philip argue. You know, I don't let them keep going until they've cut each other's throats. I sit them down and say, you know, Philip, you've had about 14 hours straight on the Xbox. Maybe you should go have a bite of lunch and let's let Casty have a turn and we'll set a timer. You
1: know, you know what I mean? I do. However, you are their mother. Your responsibility is to actually raise them. Correct. Your parents have gone almost 80 years now without your help in raising
0: them. No, I know, and I look back at my parents' relationship their entire life, and it's always been this weird, fucked-up thing. Um, They signed up for that. They did, and they never tried to change it, and now all of a sudden my mom is, like, wanting alone time, and my dad is fucking can't handle it. Also, even when they were sane— I remember my mom would call me sometimes and complain about my dad to be so frustrated and crying about his controlling and blah, blah, blah. And I would give her advice. And then, you know, five minutes later, still on the phone, she's like, I just really love that man. He's been so great for me. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, mom? Don't bitch about him to me. And then I'm trying to give you tools of like, hey, mom, why don't you just say, Terry, I don't want to do this. And then all of a sudden she's singing his praises, which is just frustrating. So you can't fix your parents. It's so hard for me to see mine being toddlers, and that wore me out this last trip. I'm going to interject. Please do. You came home. A day early, by the way, because I was losing my shit. Yeah, and I asked you to come home. Yeah, and I didn't even hesitate.
1: Yeah. You came home. You were exhausted. Yeah. I remember the first couple days... You couldn't even really make decisions mm-hmm. about things. Mm-hmm. You were forgetful, you broke the salad dressing, I sure <laughs>
0: did. <laughs> not on purpose, not in a rage, just No, just like because traveling you were from fumbling. The car the,
1: yeah. Yeah. You were fumbling. Dropping things, dropping no, right. things. You couldn't concentrate. Mm-hmm. You were a mess. You had a knot in your back. Oh, that's The right. size of like a golf ball. You're you were right. so stressed, you you had so much tension yep. that you were carrying in your back. Mm-hmm. You were a wreck Mm -hmm. after that trip.
0: Yeah. And you and I had that long conversation as I was sitting outside of the bar. (laughs) Oh, while you were still there. Yeah, Yeah. while I was still there because I was like, I need to go drink. That's the point I'd gotten (laughs) to. And so I went to some bar in Vineyard, Utah, and I was sitting outside of it. And we had this great conversation, me and you, Mary. You were just kind of reminding me that I need to come first Mm -hmm. and that this is not good for me. What has Kimberly said to us? Don't set yourself on fire trying to keep other people warm. You were ablaze. I was ablaze. I was like a like a trash fire, like a dumpster <laughs> fire. I was just, <laughs> I was like the Australia wild, wildfires. It was oh God. Yeah, it was crazy. Too soon. Sorry, Australians. <laughs> uh, we do have a few Australian. We do, by the way. We do. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. Put another shrimp on the Bobby. <laughs> okay. Nope. <laughs> Not doing that <laughs> terrible accent. I couldn't help it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was killing myself.
1: You were killing yourself. Mm-hmm. You were trying to be the perfect daughter. Mm-hmm. This was from my perspective. Okay. From go. what I could see, you were— Trying to be the perfect daughter, you were trying to please both of your parents mm-hmm. at the same time. By the
0: way, that's impossible.
1: That is impossible. If one is
0: happy, the other one's angry. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I'm not even kidding. It is no, like, I know.
0: If I call my dad and he's like, Well, hey there, Shelly, I'm relieved, and then I'm like, oh what's going on with mom? She's silent. I'm like, Hi, mom, how's your day? Miserable. I want to wring that man's neck. That <laughs> it's was the One morning. or the other.
1: <laughs> Seriously.
0: They're on opposite happy schedules. <laughs> it's like if one of them one of them
1: is happy, the other one gets pissed off that, that one's I happy. I think so. They push each other's buttons. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, so from my perspective, you were doing all this stuff. You were wearing yourself out, and emotionally, there were times during, maybe not this last trip, but the one before that, there was a time that your father was so upset about whatever you had done, brought food in, I guess. Yeah, how dare I? How dare you bring food in to them? Yeah, how
0: dare I restock their shelves when they're empty?
1: Because he was is
0: starving himself. Mm-hmm. You went out in the hall and had like a little breakdown. Sure did. And you know what? My two brothers who have gone out to care for them, they have had their breakdowns too out in the hall crying. Yeah. It's hard. It and is I, hard. And I know there's some of you listeners because you've reached out to me, thank you, by the way, who completely understand this. And if you haven't gone through it, you can for sure have sympathy, but it's, it's so hard to explain the feelings and the hurt and the, the love at the same time, you know, as you're being hurt, the love yeah. you still have for them and this confusion. It's hard. It's really rough.
1: I think something maybe to explore if, yeah. if you want, is how do you continue to show love and support for your parents to them but not get so wrapped up in their drama and so caught up in your dad's opinions of what you're doing yeah, that it totally wears you out? And if you do go out to visit them again, how can you prevent that situation from happening where you are physically
0: mentally emotionally just drained and exhausted yeah um the first big choice i made toward that was i was supposed to go out again in february and i canceled the trip yeah and i told my brothers a i said i'm going home a day early and b i'm not coming out in february i said i i emotionally can't take this anymore i'm starting to really diminish as a freaking human being right now so Mm -hmm. i need space i need to back away from this I will help figure things out with you guys. Absolutely. I'll call mom and dad, but I just can't be here in the middle of it caring for them because it's, it's killing me. Right. And they understood because they've all been there, you know? Yeah. yeah. That was point A. Mm-hmm. Point B, you know, the last couple of times I've talked to my dad, oh, there was the one time, okay, here's a story. Um, my mom has been complaining about their bed for a long time. Their mm-hmm. bed is like probably 40 years old, the mattress. It's That's old. horrible. It's horrible. And it's like you sit on it and the whole thing almost hits the ground. It's so <laughs> bad. And she's been complaining to me that her back hurts and blah, blah, blah. And I mentioned to my dad about getting a new mattress for them. And he freaked out. Don't you dare. Don't. Don't. You can't. You're breaking my heart. Like he was freaking out about the mattress. Yeah. I'm like, dad, your wife, again, who you claim to love and want to have the best things in life, is saying that her back hurts because of this bed. And that is frustrating for me because I can't get him to see that. Mm-hmm. And that getting a new mattress is actually not a big deal, but it's so damn helpful for mom. Sure. And you want to protect your mother. You want to help your mother. Absolutely. Because there are things that he he's incapable of helping her with if it involves bringing anything into their apartment. Mm-hmm. He's got some kind of weird thing about that. Um, so I secretly ordered a mattress. <laughs> And, and, a, a, one of those adjustable bed frames, the electric mm-hmm. ones and had it delivered. So the morning of the delivery, I sat my dad down and said, dad, this is what's happening today. He lost it. Yeah. He was crying. He was saying, he started pacing, goes, you're stabbing. You are stabbing a hole in my heart. And I said, cool, Dad, you can go have a heart attack on the new mattress when it gets here because it's going to be real cozy. (laughs) Like, I was done. I was so over his complaining. Like, what (laughs) do you do? Because you want to yell at him and slap him around, but then you're like, this is so Wacky that there's no way he's controlling what he's saying right now because it doesn't make any sense. So how? what good is it to get mad at him when he's just... It's like when your kid throws a weird tantrum about some chocolate bar or something like, when, you know, you punch him in the face? No, because <laughs> you can't even explain to them, you know, we it's okay, we can get a different candy bar. There's no explanation. There's none. Yeah. And so the mattress came. My brother had taken my dad out because he was there for that one day, and so my dad wouldn't be there actually when the mattress showed up because that would have been it's such a shit show. Well, it turns out that the frame was faulty and mm-hmm. so we got to get a new frame delivered so i told my brother that and i'm like don't tell dad then he accidentally tells dad that there's going to be a new frame but listen the frame you can't even see the frame so when the new frame comes it's basically swap in swap out yeah, he done. didn't understand that your dad he he didn't and he thought that somehow it being adjustable he would have to lift it I'm like no dad there's an <laughs> electric button and when i told him it was electric he got even more upset <laughs> so back to boundaries he called me one day hey shelly how's it going i'm like good he goes listen do not bring that frame in here. I don't need a frame. I'm like, dad, It's. I tried to explain it out to him, but he was so set. That it's an identical frame. They're just swapping one for the other. Didn't matter. Yeah. Didn't matter. He So he started his whole crying and begging and threatening. If you bring that new frame in here, I just don't know what I'll do. And finally I thought, I'm not going to explain this to him a thousand times. He's either not listening or can't comprehend. And so Mm -hmm. I just said, hey, Dad, listen, you are getting the new frame. Mom needs it. We know you all need it. You're getting the new frame, and I just don't want to talk about it anymore. Please, please, you have to. Well, I'm like, Dad, you are more than welcome to call me back and talk about happy things, but I don't want to hear about the frame anymore. You can't, you can't. And I hung up on him. Click. Is that the first time you've done something like that? I've never hung up on my dad before, ever. No. Never. Before that time, yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But you and I had talked about boundaries big time since I had gotten back from Utah. So he called right back. I answered. He started crying a little again. I said, Dad, please call me back when you want to talk about happy things. No, no, no. no. Click. <laughs> this when this happened, I don't know how he, then I stopped answering the phone. Mm-hmm. Of course that made him angry. He kept calling, 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 calling. <laughs> and I kept with the same response. Finally he quit calling. And then I get a message from my brother Mark. He's like, Oh, wait a sick dad on me now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, boundaries, because I'm not able to explain to him why he's being ridiculous. It doesn't matter. But I don't need to sit there and spend my entire day being lamb blasted by my dad because I'm going to swap a frame out on his bed.
1: Mm -hmm. Has that
0: swap happened yet? It happens. It's going to happen when my brother's there next week. (laughs) Oh, good luck with that. Yeah, he's cursing my name. (laughs) Pretty happy about that. So how did setting those boundaries make you feel? It was a mixture of empowered and guilty, for sure.
1: Where do you think the guilt comes from?
0: Um, I don't want to hang up on my dad. You know, I want him to be okay with decisions. And when he's like begging and pleading, I feel bad. But then when he starts being aggressive, like angry, like how dare you? That's mm-hmm. when I'm all, you know what? Fuck off, dude. I don't say that, but I hang up the phone because then that comes back as, like I don't feel bad for him anymore. I feel like he's being a jerk mm-hmm. and I don't want that. Although when he is crying as shit, he, he might just be trying to manipulate. I don't know.
1: Who knows? Yeah. But do you feel like overall positive about the boundary setting or? Yeah.
0: So far, actually, since then, um, the phone calls have been great on my dad's end. My mom's been really pissy lately. Um, But my my dad's been overall either, you know, okay-ish or pretty good. Okay. So yeah, we'll take that.
1: Well, it's not very often that some situation is thrust upon him that is really out of his
0: control. The wedding was challenging. People don't make my dad do things, ever. Right. Like, he's going to do what he's going to do. And the wedding was challenging for him, but he did well. Mm-hmm. He did well. And he didn't have to go. No, but he sure as hell wasn't going to sit there alone. That And that was the big argument, is he didn't want to go, but he didn't want my mom to go mm-hmm. because he was like, well, I will die if you leave, Dixie. Hold up. It's and my very mom's dramatic. Like, go ahead, hon. You know, <laughs> she didn't give a shit. She's like, I'm gonna go see my granddaughter get married. Uh huh. Those two. I don't know how <laughs> I don't know Yeah, how. I'm not sure how they've made it work all these years. Yeah.
1: Shelly, before we get into any more of that trip or any more of this episode, I think we should take a little commercial break.
0: What do you mm. think? Yeah, I've been chatting quite a bit. You've been chatty. Well, you've been asking me questions. Why do we just sit here silently? <laughs> that would be weird, wouldn't the- it? Yeah, I don't know how to be silent when you
1: <laughs> ask me questions. That's true. <laughs> okay, more questions, maybe? maybe after we'll the break.
0: Whatever you got. Be right back. We're back. From we a are. Break. Yes. We Can I are. pick up a new topic? Sure. Christmas. What about it? I think I have made some changes as far as my Christmas thoughts are concerned. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. In the past, I've struggled with Christmas because I always did Mormon Christmas, mm-hmm. you know? And for some reason this year, I finally got my mind and my heart around Christmas music, Jesus y Christmas music. I still like it. Okay. It still makes me feel calm. It makes me feel festive. It makes me feel just good. Mm -hmm. And as I was thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? There are other religions. There's other cultures where they have like traditional folk songs that aren't true or that just teach a story or teach something. I don't know. And people enjoy them even though they might be totally fake. So as I thought about the Christmas songs and the Virgin Mary and the Baby Jesus, that shit might not ever happen. And at this point, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But the songs themselves, when they, you know, they sing about renewal and blah blah blah, that's okay. Yeah, I can still enjoy them and think of it as folklore. Were you thinking you couldn't do that? It was hard for me for a few years because I just thought of it as Mormon, yeah, Mormon shit and being lied to. Gotcha. I did try to do a search online for folklore songs so I could, you know, come up with some to tell you listeners. Unfortunately, Taylor Swift just released an album called Folklore. So every time you search for Folklore, you just get pages and pages of Taylor Swift. So I am just saying, I'm sure there are some, but I couldn't get through the Taylor Swift pages to find any.
1: Yeah, I can't think of any tunes off the top
0: of my head. How about Waltzing Matilda?
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'd have to ask Jules Hannaford. I
0: mean, I know she went into detail about that during her episode, but I bet theres is that considered
1: Folklore?
0: I don't know. There's got to be like Irish drinking songs that are Folklore.
1: I think we should drink a Guinness and then contemplate that.
0: Okay, on it, on it. (laughs) Jameson? Yes, see Jameson shots. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't
1: know that I care one way or another about Jesus' Christmas tunes. I'm not a big believer in Jesus as the Son of God. Yeah, same. Not that you need to have that belief in order to enjoy a Christmas song necessarily, Mm -hmm. but I think it's still acute for me because— my mother is still so preachy about it. Oh, yeah. we did not gather as a family this year, my sisters and my mother and I. We did a Zoom call. Mm -hmm. We did that as well on Thanksgiving. We just chose to not travel because of the pandemic. But my mother, after the Zoom call on Christmas, sent us a picture of her nativity set Mm. that she had assembled or whatever Mm -hmm. with the reminder to come back to Jesus. <laughs> oh, that was nice of her.
0: <laughs> I love a good guilt and
1: shame email on yeah, Christmas. I think that's my biggest problem with Jesus
0: is that <laughs> my mother's What's your biggest problem with Jesus, Mary? <laughs> oh, let's see. How far do we go back?
1: <laughs> my mother's version of Jesus is so distasteful to me, yeah, that I'm going to roll my dice with hell or the, you know, yeah. Satan, yeah, at this point because I I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. It's just so preachy mm-hmm. and limiting and um, narrow-minded. Yeah. I can't deal with it. So that's part of it for me. Gotcha. It's kind of through the lens of my upbringing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's hard to separate that. Yeah. So I just don't worry about it. I just don't worry about it. Th- there are some songs I like. You know, Sting's Gabriel's Message? Yep. I really like that one. Yeah. yeah. That's, I guess, Christiany. Even well, though sure the angel Gabriel sings it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't Mormons believe in Gabriel?
0: Yeah, but I think he was he the angel Gabriel was also Moroni.
1: Moroni and Gabriel the same? Might be. Let me look it up.
0: <laughs> Might be. No, maybe Gabriel was Noah? Noah, like Noah's ark? samson <laughs> i don't you know these these changing named angels they <laughs> Dad, confuse right? me i don't know
1: do we need um sister fanny fact check to check into to yes. check into that at yes. some point okay. who
0: was the angel gabriel <laughs> all
1: right that sounds like a good one for her meanwhile she has commented on hula hoops remember how we talked about hula hoes hula, hula hoes yep And then hula hoops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever. Let's throw the time to Brother Ben, who will turn it over to Sister Fanny. And now we turn the time over to Sister Fanny Fact
0: Check.
2: Thank you, Brother Ben, for being so strong and brave and manly and using your genetics and priesthood testosterone to turn that time over. I bet it was super heavy and required lots of upper body muscle power to even lift it. But I wouldn't know because I can only turn the time back, not all the way over. You precious sisters asked about the hula and how hula hoops got their Hawaiian name. And I am just so happy to check those facts and pass them on to you. Hula is a very old Hawaiian tradition of communicating through dance. It's for storytelling and genealogy and passing on the old Hawaiian religion, which is why it was outlawed when the Christians took over. Aren't those Christians just so much fun? The Christians were so right to outlaw the wicked parts of Hula, though, because sometimes it was used in healing ceremonies with no priesthood, no consecrated oil, or it was used for expressing things to gods who weren't heavenly father. But the wicked islanders kept it up in secret, even though it was outlawed, until the Christians decided it wasn't a real threat to Jesus' feelings too much, because a dance couldn't possibly be as effective as eating a cracker and pretending it was God's body, or forcing people to feel guilt for everything that happened to them. The hula hoop is named after this sacred thing because howleys— White interlopers who came to Hawaii to try to own it watched the dancers performing this beautiful, full-bodied ritual dance involving everything from their hips to their hand and finger motions and swaying controlled by core strength and depending primarily on knee and ankle control and disciplined facial expressions and mostly the heart and soul and love from the spirit of those dancers. And they saw sexy hip thrusts. That was it gyrations of the midsection so in a burst of clever clever cultural appropriation they named the plastic toy hoop that frustrated children on the mainland the hula hoop because marketers fucking get away with that shit all the time don't they and i leave this with you in the name of jesus taking the wheel amen
1: Thank you, Sister Fanny, for enlightening us about the hula hoop. Mm-hmm. Amen to that, Fanny. <laughs> that hula ho discussion in front of that guy. Remember that I do. meandering man? Mm-hmm. Meandering old dude. <laughs> in <president>. Utah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the highlight of my trip, that awkward conversation. Was <laughs> <laughs> saying ho in front of my old steak president. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was awesome, baby. And the hula. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so dumb. Anyway... <laughs> You know, next week we interview Dan from mm. Extension Audio. Leave it in Dan. Leave it in
0: Dan's getting on the podcast.
1: I know. We were able to record that. And uh, that should be really good quality, mm-hmm. audio quality, because he is recording from his place. We were recording from here. And then it's Dan. For goodness shit. sake, shit. Putting this together. Dan knows what's up. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. It's going to sound amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we get to hear about uh Dan's journey mm-hmm. out of the Mormon church, how he found himself getting into podcast editing. I know. Getting to know Dan, Leave it in Dan. Getting to know Leave it in Dan.
0: That I- should be the name of the episode. <laughs>
1: Leave all that in, Dan. Uh-huh. So that's coming up next week. I guess we should get to patron names. These are going to be our first patron announcements and channel's announcements of the new year. Wait, I want to do a shout-out. Oh, your
0: shout-out. Okay, yeah. well, I was going to
1: take a break before that anyway. All right, oh. Do your
0: shout-out. Okay, shout-out. So do you all remember a friend of mine named Brian? I'm the sure they're all fir- like, oh, yeah, of course. If, you, if you've been <laughs> binging and you listened to the first few episodes a few days ago, uh, then yes, you remember Brian. So he (laughs) is the gay boy that I first came out to. That is true. We've stayed in touch. He has moved to Pensacola. He came back in town last week with his fiance Daniel, and we met at a brewery, social distance across the table, and we chatted, and it was so good to catch up. So Brian and Daniel... We love you, we adore you, you're sexy and interesting, (laughs) and we will be at your wedding in 2022.
1: Brian and leave it in Daniel? Nope, just, well, (laughs) I'm going to ask Brian about that. TMI!
0: Sorry! Inappropriate. You know know they're laughing right now because nothing is is inappropriate to (laughs) them except for the word vagina. (laughs) <laughs> Brian cannot stand the word vagina, vagina, <laughs> vagina, 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 vagina. That's
1: for you, honey bun.
0: <laughs> he is actually, sorry, Brian, I'm I'm spilling this. He is actually such a gold star gay that he has never been with a woman mm-hmm. and actually was delivered cesarean section. So he's never actually touched a vagina, not even during birth. <laughs> now that's pretty cool. That's the gold star. <laughs> that's okay. the goldest of the gold. <laughs> if that's what you're into,
1: sure. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Brian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was great seeing them. And we did our best to social distance. I think we did great. Yeah, we were at a long table indoors. They were at one end and we were at the other end. But this particular place that we went to is really open. They've got super high ceilings.
0: Seems yeah. like they've got good ventilation. You know, we're just doing our best here. Yeah. And they kept best. getting the beer orders wrong so they would leave us with the beer that they got wrong. And um, I drank a lot. You did drink a lot that yeah, day. Yeah, I was pretty proud mm-hmm. of my consumption.
1: <laughs> were you? Gotta <laughs> proud a lot. of something. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, shout out to Brian and Daniel and Congrats on their upcoming nuptials.
0: (laughs) That sounds so, like, clinical. (laughs) You know me. Mm -hmm.
1: All right, let's take one final break and then get into those patrons. What do you think? I think yes. Be right back. All right, we're back for those first patron names of 2021.
0: We have exactly five. Do we? (laughs) Actually, there's a backlog, but I like to spread them out. So (laughs) if I don't say your name this round, I'll get it the next round. Don't be sending me hate mail. Um, Speaking of mail, if you are at the $4 or above Patreon level and you have not yet received your Christmas letter slash card, Please let us know and make sure that we have your correct address because I got all those motherfuckers sent out, all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I missed you, let me know.
1: Also, we got a couple sent back to us. Yes, I sent them messages. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let but us wait, know. wait, in
0: case they're listening, if your first name <laughs> is Jenna Veronica, yours got returned. If your first name is Brooke, last name starts with an L, rhymes with Mesley. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Ah, yours also got returned. So I sent you um, emails via Patreon. Just respond, please. If you would
1: like the card and letter and yes. stickers, et cetera. Yes. Okay. Who are the patrons for today?
0: Well, I mean, what names do we want to give them? How about we give them, with them with their first initial of their last name, we say a goal for the new year.
1: Don't give me that face. Does it have to be our particular goal? Yes. Or just any goal? Any goal that
0: one might have. Oh, that's better. Okay. Whew. Patron number one, Mariah B. B? Mm-hmm. Um, I got hmm. one. Yeah? Badass. Is in, Mariah is going to focus on becoming a badass. All right. Way to go, Mariah. That's a good goal. Uh-huh. Uh, the next two patrons don't have the last name initials, so we're just going to give whatever the fuck we want. Oh, all right. First one, Katie. Go, Mary. Give her something good.
1: Katie is going to apply herself to her endeavors. That's pretty broad. That was also clinical. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry about that, Katie. Uh, Dana. What's is, Dana going to do? She is going to start to study botany.
1: <laughs> oh, see, you're
0: giving specific things. This Dana, feels like, no, no, no. This Dana feels is so happy like... right now because she couldn't come up with her own fucking resolution. <laughs> really? now. She's like, Oh, botany. <laughs> oh, that's what we're doing? Yeah,
1: Dana, you're welcome. Because it sounds like some fucked up fortune cookie right now.
0: Is what's happening. Well, yeah, out of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> All right. You have to a come chewed up, with- up fortune cookie that's been in Shelly's mouth. But a Yum. damn good one. Who doesn't <laughs> want to study botany in 2021? Dana huh. does, that's for sure. All right. Next. This one's yours because I keep doing way better than you. This one is hyphenated, so you have to come up with the two letters. Oh, my God. Brianna or Brianna. We don't know. Brianna, M-B, hyphenated. M-B? Mm-hmm. Well, you've already taken botanist, so shit. It's the only B word out there.
1: Brianna is going to concentrate on medicinal beverages. It's a new Ooh. thing. Medicinal beverages. Well,
0: I think she might need to get together with, <laughs> with Dana yeah. in her botany studies. <laughs> there you go. I think we just created a couple. <laughs> did not we? Are we, <laughs> we matchmaking did. again? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. You're so good at it. Last patron. This is my turn. Naomi W. What will you say for Naomi <laughs> I got one. Okay. Naomi walkabout. She's going to do a walkabout. Yeah, she's going to do a walkabout. She's going to do See, a walkabout. I can't do the accent. Either. No, I think I just oh, did English. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I just made my own accent up. Yeah, yeah. I think anyway, you did. good job. I don't know what that was. It was horrible. <laughs> I never do the accents. You're always the one doing the accent. Mm, I need to. I need to kind of get into it a little bit. Yeah, more. yours was shit too. Mm-hmm. So Naomi, is going to go on a walkabout. Doesn't have to be in Australia. No. I don't even know if you live there, but you are going to get out into the world and walkabout and learn Taking about it. Get it all in. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Enjoy. So we've it got someone great. becoming a badass.
1: Uh-huh. What did we give Katie? Wasn't it a botanist? No, that was Dana. Oh, I said something vague about
0: Katie. Do you want to redo Katie? Yeah, that sucked, Mary. Try again. <laughs> give Katie a new one.
1: Katie is going to manifest something amazing for 2021. Something that she has been desirous of is going to come blazing into her life. What is it? I don't know.
0: It's for Katie to discover. Oh, we are telling them. We're telling them what they're doing. By the way, Katie, this is your own fault because you didn't send in a last name initial. So you get to deal with Mary's like ethereal, out there sort of. Yeah, good wishes. All right. Katie gets good wishes. Well, they all do. <laughs> yeah, but Dana gets to learn how to be a botanist. And Brianna is going to get into medicinal beverages. And Naomi is going to do a walkabout.
1: All right, Katie, you are going to. (laughs) Poor Katie. Learn to DJ. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, I'm about that. I am about that. There you go,
1: Katie. Katie, if you learn to DJ, we'll come crash your party. Yeah. This should be really fun. What's your music genre?
0: Oh God, she's gonna she's gonna be (laughs) gonna be folklore Irish folklore songs. (laughs) Our new Katie, the new Irish folklore DJ. I'm so there at your first bar mitzvah. Oh my God! (laughs) Hilarious. (laughs) 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 That's funny. Listen, if Katie becomes an Irish (laughs) DJ and DJ's at a bar mitzvah. We will fucking be there. I oh promise you. We will be there. Just let us know when and where that <laughs> shit is going down.
1: We are there. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Do we have any Marco Polo channels? We do. Marco Polo members. channels.
0: Members. First, Shannon V. V? hmm Don't use vagina. You cannot <sighs> use vagina. Damn it. Think again. <laughs> okay. Um.
1: Shannon is going to become a varsity cheerleading coach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or varsity basketball if you're a lesbian. You decide. <laughs> but we'll know <laughs> when you send us a picture of you coaching. <laughs> which, which it was. But you <laughs> wanted me to be specific. It was great. Was it? No, I'm not complaining at all. <laughs> Lastly is our boy Tom. Tom A. Tom A. Ooh,
1: can I just say something cool about Tom A? Yeah. Tom designed... A pirate god illustration. And that's going to be a t-shirt, possibly a sticker, all kinds of stuff. We can make that into all kinds of stuff for your Redbubble. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm trying to figure out the best caption for it, I guess.
0: so. Got some good ideas running through your brain.
1: Yeah. Uh, I might put a couple options up and let the folks decide on Latter-day Lesbian Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook. Yes. Yeah.
0: So look for that coming up. So um, I know you're trying to avoid this by talking about other things, but you need to give Tom A. a last name.
1: Oh, am I deflecting by talking about other shit? Complete
0: deflection. A.
1: Hmm. I believe Tom A., and this is related to what I was just talking about with Pirate God illustration, Mm -hmm. will be honing his artistic skills. Artistic
0: is the A word. What do you think? I eh, I think that was a little too easy, um, <laughs> but it is a good one. It is a good one. And it's fitting. It is. That's why I'm saying it was a little too
1: easy. Well, sometimes we do have the benefit of knowing a little bit more about
0: a person. That's true.
1: When, for instance, they sign up for our Facebook discussion
0: group or mm-hmm. they come on channels. Mm-hmm. Or if you're the stake patriarch and, you, and the kid is like your nephew, and so the blessing is just, you know— Does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. My dad gave patriarchal blessings to two of his grandchildren. Oh. So how the fuck can that be anyway? Sorry, go ahead. Well, since I'm not a patriarch, I'll never be in a position to give anyone a blessing.
1: You can give me a blessing. Well, you know, there is a blessing on our website at latterdaylesbian.org slash blessing. You're right. You could look at the blessing
0: that we have given. Mm -hmm. We have given sort of a blanket blessing. Take it upon yourself. Yes. Okay.
1: Is that it for Patreon and Marco Polo channels this Don, we
0: got it. How do people join those?
1: Well, you can go to our website at latterdaylesbian.org slash support and check it out. Mm-hmm. Check out all the ways to offer us financial
0: support. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. And to enjoy it as well. I just can't help but point out how much fun we have with Patreon and with channels. Oh, I, I was like, "What are we? What are we talking about?" We're here? talking about the videos I post <laughs> on Patreon. We're talking about the in-person conversation, not in-person, face-to-face,
1: mm-hmm. virtual, virtual conversations. conversations. Unmarkable channels, channels. yes. Yes. Okay, that's
0: all I need to say. All of that stuff, indeed.
1: All right, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. What do we need to do for 2021? Steer clear? Well, before that, we need to thank Dan from Extension Audio. Leave it in, Dan, and we'll talk with you next week. We sure will. We'll get to know you next week. Yes, now we get to steer clear of cults because they're no joke. No joke at all. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.